We are here, chakra number seven, Sahasrara Chakra. Anadea Judith writes, When we reach this level, the seed of our soul has sprouted from its roots in the earth and grown upward through the elements of water, fire, air, sound, and light, and now to the source of all, consciousness itself experienced through the element of thought. Each level brings us new degrees of freedom and awareness. Now the, ch- the crown chakra blossoms forth with infinite awareness, its thousand petals like antenna reaching to higher dimensions. Themes of Sahasrara Chakra. Now it is a tricky one to say, And it is entirely possible I am pronouncing it not totally correct. So keep that in mind, but I will do my best and I encourage you to do the same. The themes of Sahasrara Chakra are consciousness, thought, information, knowing, understanding, transcendence, imminence, meditation, and bliss. The element here is thought. The celestial body is Uranus. The demon of the crown chakra is stagnation. The pituitary gland governs the crown chakra and the body parts associated with this chakra are the cerebral cortex, so the higher centers of the brain and the central nervous system, so brain and spinal cord primarily. So chakra seven, the Sahasrara chakra, is the center of liberation. It is the final stop in the flow of our liberating current. So the current of energy that runs from the base of the spine up to the crown. It is also the source of inspiration and the origin point for the manifesting current, which runs from the crown down through the base of the spine or to the base of the spine. So this is where we connect to the divine, creative intelligence that permeates the universe. Now, each chakra has its own consciousness. The root chakra is the most dense. It is represented by the earth element existing as physical manifestation, known in yogic philosophy as prakriti. The seventh chakra is the opposite. It is incredibly subtle. It exists as pure, unmanifest consciousness. This is known in yogic philosophy as Purusha. Both levels of consciousness are necessary to experience wholeness. The divine, unmanifest consciousness inspires manifestation. So that is where we get our inspiration to create in the physical. It starts with our connection to the divine. It starts as unmanifest. And then we also need the physical, the manifest, the root chakra, because it tethers the spiritual expansion. It is our anchor. Both are equally important. So diving into this incredibly subtle energy that transcends time and space, we are asked to make a leap into some huge questions. What is consciousness? Who am I? And how do I exist in relationship to everyone and everything around me? 
These are questions that had been labored over for time immemorial. The inquiry begins at the source for the seeker and the object of which one is seeking are the same thing. In other words, it is consciousness that is trying to understand consciousness. This seemingly impossible feat to identify consciousness using consciousness brings us to the concept of the internal witness. Anadea Judith says, to witness our own awareness is to begin to fathom the mysterious possession of consciousness. This phenomena is nothing short of miraculous, a faculty we all have, but cannot see, touch, measure, or hold, is the indelible reality that makes us alive. The faculty of consciousness is endless in its remarkable abilities. To really turn our gaze of attention upon this miracle is to enter the endless unfolding petals of the lotus and the true source of self. The self stores memories, holds and updates belief systems, and integrates new information, synthesizing and integrating it all in order to create meaning. The primary function of the crown chakra is to search for meaning. It is in finding meaning, in uncovering purpose, that we weave our lives into the tapestry of all life. This is how the individual connects to the family, to community, to environment, to the world as a whole and beyond. The crown consciousness has us repeatedly asking, what does this mean? From life's greatest purpose to the most trivial detail of everyday living, we are constantly searching for meaning. And when we find meaning in something, we are better able to understand how to respond and move forward. It gives us structure and pattern through which we can unfold our lives in a coherent and organized way. In our human existence, we tune into patterns, organization, order, and meaning in the crown consciousness, and then we begin to weave this consciousness into the denser planes of existence ultimately transforming information into physical objects. We take the unmanifest to create something that is a manifest object. The process of manifestation begins in this chakra. It begins in the crown as we drink in information and inspiration from the cosmic consciousness. We draw this information inwards and run it through the other chakras as we move towards a recognition and manifestation of of consciousness. We first conceive an idea in the creative field of thought, and then we must give it substance to actually bring it into fruition in the physical world. Sometimes in spiritual circles, transcendence is toted as the ultimate goal. It is often pushed that we are seeking liberation from physicality and working towards merging with the divine. But imminence is equally our goal. 
Imminence is when we cultivate and connect to the divine within our being. We serve from a place of divine connection in the mundane tasks of our lives. This is when we start to infuse joy and expansiveness into our physical bodies and lives. We begin to radiate, uplift, and inspire on the physical plane, creating heaven on earth. Transcendence and imminence are partners. They're partners. We want both, like the in-breath and the out-breath of life. Both are essential to cultivate in order to have an experience of wholeness. Now let's look at awareness and meditation because these are key pieces of working with the crown chakra. Now awareness is simply a focusing of our attention, a tuning in of our attention. What are we focusing on? What are we becoming aware of? of. Development and mastery of the crown consciousness requires us to be able to expand and focus our attention at will. Dr. Joe Dispenza calls this a divergent or expansive focus. Conversely, there is a convergent or limited focus. Again, we need both. A convergent focus allows us to hone in on the minute details to understand logic and order in the physical plane. But working with the crown chakra, opening to inspiration, we need a divergent focus. It allows us to broaden our awareness beyond the realm of the physical, to encompass all things loosely without focusing on any one thing too intently. Awareness is both required and strengthened through meditation. Meditation holds the key to developing the crown chakra. It is a process of mentally clearing, of breaking our identification with habitual thoughts that typically run unchecked. Entering into meditation, we begin to tune out the external world and deepen our experience of our inner world. We become more aware of the programs that we are running, of the beliefs, the thoughts that we are buying into and hypnotizing ourselves with. On a physiological level, meditation cultivates deep relaxation and renewal of the body while sharpening and refreshing the mind. It increases coherence within the brain and body and has been demonstrated to enhance performance and improve one's mood. While meditation may initially feel like just another thing on the to-do list, over time it becomes a state of being rather than a daily task. As you practice meditation, you begin to find it easier, more enjoyable, and more desirable to come back to As the positive impact of meditation start to ripple into your body, mind, work, and relationships, you will begin to feel meditation becoming an essential part of your day. Anadea Judith says, The mind and its thoughts need cleansing, perhaps even more than our bodies. The mind works longer, 
encounters wider dimensions and runs the operating system of our life. While few of us would consider eating dinner on yesterday's dirty dishes, we think nothing of taking a new problem, taking on a new problem with yesterday's cluttered mind. No wonder we feel tired, confused, and ignorant. Now, there are almost an infinite number of meditation techniques. However, they all share a few key characteristics. They all work by drawing awareness into a single point, as opposed to letting your attention jump from place to place to place, as it usually does. And all meditation works toward bringing harmony into the mind and body. Now, I encourage people to seek out and try a variety of meditation techniques and then stick with one for a while as it is the repetition and consistency that brings the greatest results. Now, let's look at how to apply the work of the crown chakra. So when the crown chakra is in balance, one often experiences a sense of grace, bliss, liberation, realization, enlightenment even. When the Sahasrara chakra is blocked in such a way that the energy is excessive, it often manifests as being spacey, being unable to function in the material world. It can manifest as a spiritual addiction, or it can come across as being overly intellectual, having a difficulty uh, feeling So these are people that experience life solely through rationalization. So to balance this excessive energy in the crown chakra, um, some practices are, of course, meditation, as well as grounding practices uh, to get into nature. So when the crown chakra is excessive, we can ground that energy by working into the root chakra getting into nature, feeling into the body. Gardening is really powerful. And also we can work with mantra. So the clearing sound for the crown chakra is NG, like at the end of the word sing. Feels a bit weird, but definitely try it on. Let's look at the flip side. So when the Sahasrara chakra is blocked in such a way, the energy is deficient. So the crown is not open. You're not picking up on the inspiration. That often manifests as being materialistic, as being cynical, as being uninspired, hopeless, as being disconnected and blind to the interconnectedness of life. So just existing so purely in the physical that nothing could possibly exist beyond the realm of science. That would all be manifestations of the deficiency in the crown chakra. So balancing practices for the deficient seventh chakra, you guessed it, meditation again. Mantra. So you might have been like, hey, Liz, I never heard the bija sound for chakra seven at the start. And that is actually because the the bija, the seed sound for this chakra, is actually internalized. The sound is om, but it is an internalized om. And so if you wanted to work mantra for the seventh chakra, what I would suggest is starting with a mantra of om. So you could do it several times 
And then moving into silence, moving it internalized. So when you stop the actual vocalized chant, there is a pausing, a listening, a feeling into the vibration after the sound. So that's how you would work mantra for this chakra. Um, Yoga. So inversions um, as well as shavasana that relaxation, that pause, stillness. So it has to allow you to tune into the subtle realms. Now you may find that it is important to move the body first before stillness. A lot of people struggle to just drop into stillness, but if someone is experienced that deficiency through the crown chakra, they're going to need to find a way to move towards stillness. Um, and pratyahara practices, so sensory withdrawal. So eye pillows, uh, shavasana in a dark space, yoga nidra. Some of the Joe Dispenza guided meditations would also be very powerful for this. Okay, well, there you are, my sweet ones. Thank you so much for tuning in to this chakra podcast series please subscribe leave a review um it would really help me to get the word out about this podcast and if you have any questions comments suggestions uh things that you want to learn more about drop it in the comments below all right sweet ones take care namaste so much love to you